Before we get started, have you gotten my free ebook, Five Powerful Steps to Win Your Morning? Go to the success.life forward slash five powerful steps. This ebook has five powerful strategies you can implement right away to help you have more energy, clarity, and focus, and accomplish more in less time. Go to the success.life forward slash five powerful steps and get your copy today. Welcome to the Intentional Leadership Podcast. This podcast will help you break through the barriers holding you back from the true life of significance you are meant to live. I'm your host, Janelle Bruland, and I invite you to join me each month as I share leadership lessons and specific strategies to transform your leadership, crush your goals, and love your life. As a high-achieving entrepreneur, there was a time when I was overwhelmed doing all of the things and found myself overworked and overcommitted. Through the power of intention, I learned how to shift my mindset and create success habits to achieve a healthy work-life balance and true joy in my life. Now I'm here to help you do the same. Don't just be the CEO of your business, be the CEO of your life. Let's get started. Welcome to the Intentional Leadership Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to talk about how you can stress less with nature therapy. I love that idea. Yes. Nature therapy, often called ecotherapy, you might have heard it called green therapy. It's just really about getting out in nature and how it makes a difference in your well-being. Right. Shinrin Roku or is, Yoku. Yoku. That's a Japanese that? term for it. Oh, really? They actually have a full term for getting out in nature. Oh, I love because that. Because it's so important. Oh, that's great. Well, as we've been talking to our clients, our colleagues, there's a lot of people going through some immense challenge right now. You may be going through challenge. You may be really finding yourself under a period of heavy stress. I know in, in our life over these last couple months, we've had some family challenges with the death of a loved one and everything that comes along with that. And we have found just that we're under higher stress. And no matter what, you, you have that that you're dealing with. Um, I have a, another client that reached out yesterday who just said, oh, I'm just really finding value in you telling me that I need to take a break and ways to reduce stress because I'm actually living in a really stressful time right now and I can't remove the stress. So can you tell me what things I can do to help relieve it? So we mm. have some ideas oh, today. Perfect. We're gonna talk about that. So we did something just last weekend that was really fun, a bit unusual, that was outside in nature. Remember? No, was I supposed to? <laughs> we actually did stargazing. Oh, but I do that a lot with the grandkids, so that's not unusual for me. But for both of us to do it together is very unusual. And with a group of friends. And a group of friends. It was really yeah. fun. No, it was a lot of fun. So we were over at a friend's house. We had actually gone to a concert together with a few other couples, which Another way to reduce stress, certainly getting together and doing something fun with friends. Outdoor concerts, outdoor musicals. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, we went over to this friend's house. They said, why don't you come over afterwards and we'll hang out by our fire. And then something was going on last week. What was it? The in Perseids the meteor, meteor. So there's a meteor shower every August, Perseids meteor shower. And, you know, the highlight is usually that mid somewhere, you know, August 12th, 15th, something like that in the middle of the night. And shooting stars come blasting down constantly. You can actually wait for them and say, oh, you know what, I'll just wait for the next one. It was incredible. I've never seen anything quite like it. So our friend Jim, we were, he was at, it was at his house and 
he said, okay, if I, I'll get blankets, I'm gonna turn down the fire, and I'm gonna turn off all the lights outside. And so he did. And we're all sitting there in our chairs and just looking up at the sky, all of us together, just being quiet and watching the sky. And all of a sudden, you would just see these falling stars happen. They would just shoot across the sky and everybody would just, oh, look, look at that. And then we had one friend who was pretty frustrated because she felt like she kept missing it. We'd go <laughs> over there and she'd look over there and then there'd be another one over there. And we did that for probably an hour and I, we just saw countless shooting stars mm -hmm. and it was so amazing, so beautiful. And one of our friends is really good just at stargazing in, you know, in particular. And so he was pointing out all the constellations and was really having a lot of fun showing us what was going on in the sky. But you know, that night, I slept so well. We mm. both did. We, yeah. we slept really well that night. And I really believe it's because we had a fun evening doing something we loved with friends, but then just having that nature activity where we were just sitting out in the quiet, watching the stars. And we were touching the dirt. We were, you know, just not in a chair even, or in a house, in a chair, even worse. Right. We were laying on a, on a, on a blanket, blanket outside. Blanket in the grass yeah. and, and looking up and that's true. And that's actually dark therapy is another name for that. So it's a, it's a type of nature therapy that you do in the dark. So that's one example of things that you can do. Well, we had Skyview out too, even though he was good, we were able to pull out an app I use. It's called Skyview. There's another one that we had, but and you hold it up to the sky and it will tell you what the constellations are, where they are, it's awesome. And you know, the thing that we noticed, those of us that go out and do that more often, is you know, when we were kids, you only saw a satellite once in a while. Mm, and sure. now you see a satellite every 10 seconds or more. And we were, you know, we were just hoping to see the uh, Starlink's you know, link of satellites to come across the sky because apparently it looks like a UFO with them all in a line and it's a little scary. But right, right. Anyway. Yes, yeah, so, well statistics actually show that being in a natural environment naturally improves your mental health and it reduces anxiety, it, it reduces stress, it reduces things like depression. So it, it actually is shown to benefit you medically. So not only do you just feel better and it's noticeably that you'll feel better, but it's actually proven. So there was a study conducted, it was actually 20,000 people conducted by the European Center for Environment and Human Health. And they took these people who didn't spend a lot of time outside and they, they had people where they measured where they really didn't spend any time outside mm -hmm. over the course of the week. And then they measured those who spent zero to 60 minutes a week outside. There was, there was improvement from those who didn't spend any time outside. But where it was really markedly different is when people spent 120 minutes a week outside. So that two hours a week outside, there was a 95% improvement in people's well-being, in how they felt about themselves, how they felt in general, um, their their spirit, their mood. So it, it makes a difference. I think, that wasn't that called NDD, the uh, nature-deprived... Um deprivation or something I mean, it's mm. it's actually a it's a it's like sad oh so sure, it's a that de makes depression sense. that's the word yes nature deprived depression and it's oh. a real thing so if you don't get outside you will you could have that 
Oh, you know, wow. It's like sad. It's around here. You know, right. We're here where we don't get, we, enough, we don't sun. get enough sun. So mm -hmm. we're, we have depression because of that. But NDD is a real thing. Interesting. And, and what was also interesting about this study is it didn't, it's not like you needed to spend two hours outside at one time. There really wasn't a difference from the people that maybe right. spent a few minutes a day outside in nature versus somebody who went and spent two hours out there. So you can break it up because if you think, oh my goodness, I can't get two hours um, outside. So sorry, distracted for a moment. We had an eagle just fly by <laughs> as and we're talking to you. We're out in nature. So when she's talking about things coming down, that eagle swooped down because there's uh, dinner right there on the beach waiting for it that used to swim in the ocean and is no longer so that's why okay well we're we are very fortunate to yeah. live here in in the northwest <laughs> it for is sure incredible yeah and why a seagull could push an eagle away from a very large meal is shocking to me but oh well all right sorry <laughs> just a about little, that just a little distraction yeah get uh, outside so it's important <laughs> to get outside now you may be thinking well I don't live, you live out in nature, so maybe you can get out easier. And it's true, we, once our kids were grown, we mm -hmm. moved out of town, out of being clo really close to school, and we're, we live out on the waterfront now. And we're very blessed, fortunate to be able to do that, that we can walk out to the beach, we can see the water every day. Well, if you live in a city, there's other ways that you can accomplish this. You may have to put a little bit more thought and intention in it, but you can find a park in your neighborhood that, that you can go to. Um, find green spaces, lawns that you can go play catch, throw a ball on. There's even, you know, a lot of these buildings now have roofs that you can go on top and there might be a pool or just a green lawn or a place to That's hang right. out. right, green spaces You know, the there. bocce ball, you know, something. Right, yeah. and another type of nature therapy which would work really well both in the country, rural areas, or in the city, is garden therapy. So yeah, our no, daughter, no, no. <laughs> you don't want to do garden Not therapy? Not a chance. That's like stress on steroids. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I actually love to garden, especially flower garden. But I mean, people find gardening very therapeutic. Everybody's different. Yeah. You don't like gardening. That's okay. But our daughter, for example, <laughs> grown up in Washington, out in big green spaces, and now in her job, she lives right in downtown Boston and is in a very busy area in a, in a high-rise apartment building, um, teeny as can be. And what did she do? She decided to, to go to one of the local stores and get some big pots, and she has it out on her fire escape, and she's planted her own little herb garden and flower garden. She was calling me and saying, Mom, what flowers do you have in your garden? What would you recommend? And what would you plant? And what bulbs should I get? And so that's how she's getting some nature therapy is just through her, her flower pots and, gar and herb pots. And climbing out on the fire escape and getting some sunshine. Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah another, another, another way. Another thing I wouldn't do. Gardening and heights? <laughs> Forget it. That's yeah. a double stressor. Yeah, I'm not right. doing it. Exactly. And, and this doesn't always just come on its own. I mean, I think as you do this more, that your body will be drawn to it. But I think more often than not is you can get so caught up in your workday that you get to the end of your workday and you think, oh, I just want to crash in, on my couch in front of Netflix and, and not get outside. And so you have to really be intentional and develop a habit 
to incorporate in this in your life if you haven't already. You've got to be intentional about getting yourself outside. So yeah. what are some things that we've done to create some intentionality around that? I, well, I take the little munchkins to the park mm -hmm. and I go on the jungle gym and I go on the slide and I do the hanging things upside down and whatever that might be. Right, right, So That's so fun. It is fun. I mean, it was fun when you're a kid. Why can't we do it when we're adults? Mm -hmm. And we walk to the park. Fortunately, we can walk there, but you can drive there. There's a lot of people that head to the park near us. And we, we take a walk in the park almost every day. Right. Right. And then, you know, other people are forest people. So you have forest therapy. So get out and hike in nature mm, and, right. and climb. A friend of mine I just spoke with today, he's up on top of Mount Baker and loving it. And it's beautiful. He's there all by himself, which doesn't sound fun to me either, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's, it would be gorgeous. I know that. Right. And he can see for miles today up on the top mm. because it's so clear. Mm. Well, I think you make a really good point there is you have to think about what fills your bucket and what may be really therapeutic to you in nature may not be therapeutic to somebody else. So you, you can't think, well, I got to do what this person over here is doing. You have to think about what, what is it that really fills you up. I was trying to think of the name of that one book that we read that just talked about how different people were wired and how, how you're moved. Um, I think, was it a Gary Chapman book? I'm trying to remember, but it was about how different things move different people and you've got to find out what yours is. Mm. And for me, creation was one of the top things that really made it makes a difference for me. So when I'm out in nature, especially creation, watching sunsets, the ocean, trees, anything like that, it just really fills me up. And it's going to fill everyone up, but there's different aspects, like you said. Some like the water, some like the park, some mm -hmm. like the ocean mountains, forest, yeah. horses, equine, right. you know, people, mm -hmm. that's a great therapy and it's proven to work as that's well. That's true. So that's true. You can get out and go to a horse farm and just enjoy the time with a horse and cleaning and, and I don't know what you do with a horse. I'm from the city, but <laughs> it, you could explain it from the farm, but you know, you brush them, I suppose. And well, just riding them, like throw the flies off of them. I don't know. <laughs> You can tell we know a lot about this. <laughs> she grew up on a dairy farm. I'm the city boy. Don't take any horse advice from us or from me for <laughs> or sure. From you, from you for sure. <laughs> so you're learning. Uh, um, another thing that we've done is we've been having walking meetings where hmm. we've been getting out. We have regular team meetings and rather just waiting to have those times where you get out in the fresh air and take a walk. Um, get out by the ocean or the park. We've been going out for regular office meetings, even with our team, and we'll do walking meetings. That's a good one. I like that. Mm -hmm. Just taking the office outside into mm -hmm. a nature space, that sort of thing. And you have the basics. You have, you know, biking, pa kayaking, paddleboarding. You know the things that you know. Nor you know, you, you just normally can you know, go do right. as, with friends mm -hmm. as a group competitively on your own. I mean, it's just, there's so many different activities that you can do uh, outside. You just have to find the one that, you know, just resonates with you. And that can change over time. Sure. Especially if you're like me, it can change every hour. Sure. Well, we actually, <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> Always changing activities, which is fine. That, that's just fine. You know, last month we actually had the opportunity to go out to 
a farm where they were raising crops. And as part of this whole garden therapy, as part of nature therapy, is farming therapy. So it's not just gardening for yourself, but it could be just gardening, crop growing, farming for, for yourself or for others. And we went out to a community farm right. where there was actually people so passionate, and these gardens were beautiful. They were growing vegetables for people in the community. And they just, they loved, they just, they said they found it therapeutic and they were inviting different groups from various organizations and churches to come out and be a part of it. And how fun that was, just to see that ministry along with, again, it's your own therapy, getting out in nature, um, getting your hands in the dirt, working through um, these, these vegetable gardens and watering them and just seeing the, the rewards of that. Yeah, the, the only reward is a bucket half full and somebody telling me that I didn't do a very good job of getting all the weeds out of the onion patch. But, um, <laughs> Maybe. I don't think the gardening thing is his thing, but that's that's okay. That's okay. It was fun and it was a great community event. And I am amazed at how much food they can produce mm -hmm. on, was it seven acres or something like that? Unreal that they can feed people all summer long and all fall. Right. Oh, it's it's incredible. So so, what about you? Is there some things that we haven't mentioned today that that you do to have less stress by getting out in nature? We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear your comments on that. And I would ask you to think about what is something that you've done out in nature that you have noticeably seen it makes you feel better. Huh. It brightens your mood. You you just feel better when you do it. What has what has that been for you, and how can you do more of it? I like that. Mm -hmm. That's a good question. Yeah, how can you do more of it? All right, well, I think that we've covered a lot of we have. areas today. I, I can't think of another thing that we could do outside, mm -hmm. that at least we're allowed to talk about on TV. Oh, we didn't mention boating, which oh, yeah. actually is out on the water, paddle yeah. boarding or kayaking. We certainly have seen a lot of that, Just too. put your feet in the sand. See. Yes, exactly. Put your rear end, go for a hike and swim in an, uh, a crater or up in a mountain. You know, there's plenty of things to do. Just go out and do them. And wherever you live, find what works and the time of year that works. Find activities that can work when it's really hot and you still want to get out in nature. Maybe start earlier, go later. Or if it's rainy, get a jacket. You know, just adapt to it. Exactly. Well, stress less with nature therapy. Go out and pick something now that you want to do. And as always, we have a leadership handout, a guide for you to be able to think about this. Um, talk about it with your spouse. Talk about it with your team. What are some things that you can incorporate that will help you ease your stress? And you're going to come back to your work more productive. You're going to be a better leader, a better spouse by taking these times to really focus on your own health, your own well-being. Great. So stress less. Get out for some nature therapy today. Thank you for joining me today on the Intentional Leadership Podcast, where you will learn how to transform your leadership, crush your goals, and love your life. Each episode, I will teach you something to take your life and leadership to the next level. Then at the end, I will challenge you to take action on what you have learned. If you're enjoying this podcast, will you please take a moment to leave a positive review? This helps get the message out to impact as many people as possible. And please subscribe to this podcast. That way the episodes will drop each time a new one comes out. 
Remember, when you grow as a leader, your team will grow and your company will grow. You can transform your leadership, crush your goals, and love your life. Hello, my friend. Welcome to the Intentional Leadership Podcast. This podcast will help you break through the barriers holding you back from the true life of significance you are meant to live. I'm your host, Janelle Bruland, and I invite you to join me each month as I share leadership lessons and specific strategies to transform your leadership, crush your goals, and love your life. As a high-achieving entrepreneur, there was a time when I was overwhelmed doing all the things, and I found myself overworked and overcommitted. Through the power of intention, I learned how to shift my mindset and create success habits to achieve a healthy work-life balance and true joy in my life. Now I am here to help you do the same. Don't just be the CEO of your business, be the CEO of your life. Let's get started. Thank you for joining the Intentional Leadership Podcast. Each episode, I teach you to take something in your life and leadership to the next level. Then at the end, I will challenge you to take action on what you have learned. If you're enjoying this podcast, please take a moment to leave a positive review. This helps get the message out to impact as many people as possible. And I encourage you to subscribe to this podcast. That way the episodes will drop each time a new one comes out. Remember, when you grow as a leader, your team will grow and your company will grow. You can transform your leadership, crush your goals, and love your life.